what where are you recording from today? Um I am I'm in a different room of the house under the same blanket though. Oh, wait, maybe I can take a selfie from here. Yeah, I'm going to try that. Where the devil is the selfie app? Cool, now I'm going to send it to you. I see your little bubble type again. <laughs> it's a little bit scary. <laughs> I'm posting this. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Adam Greenfield, and you're listening to Soundstage, Theater for Your Ears, a new podcast from Playwrights Horizons. Each episode in this series is an original standalone piece of fiction, commissioned by Playwrights Horizons, conceived specifically for audio by some of our favorite writers, totally unrelated to the episodes that have come before it and the ones that will come next. This week, we're happy to bring you episode four, Outtakes, written by Kui Gwen, directed by May Adralis. Kui is a playwright and a screenwriter, and as his website puts it, he's a pioneer of, quote, geek theater, a co-founder of the infamous Vampire Cowboys Theater Company of New York City. His plays are high speed and reliably hilarious and packed with kung fu, dance, ninjas, and hip-hop, with titles like The Inexplicable Redemption of Agent G, Soul Samurai, Aliens vs. Cheerleaders, and Crunk Fu Battle Battle. Then in 2015, under commission from South Coast Rap in California, he wrote about his parents and their experiences in Vietnam during the war in a play called Viet Gone, a profoundly moving love story that tracks their journey to create a new life in America. It's deeply heartfelt and also filled with kung fu, dance, ninjas, and hip-hop. You're about to hear his original audio piece, Outtakes, a series of attempts to interview his parents, or rather, the actors playing his parents, as he prepares to write about them. Say something into the mic. What leopard saying to prostitute? Okay, I think everything's working. Keep the tip. You get it? Get what, Dad? Joke I say in the microphone. What leopard saying to prostitute? Are you talking about a leper? Yes, a leopard. She keeping the tip. The tip of what? The tip of penis. Dad, that's disgusting. It's funny. You funny writer. You write funny play. I give you joke for funny play. I'm not writing a funny play, Dad. I'm writing a play about you. Where's your daddy? I don't need Dad. You say you want to interview Mommy and Daddy for a movie? For a play, yes, separately. How he know what to say if I'm not there to tell him what to say? That's kind of the point, Mom. I don't want you to tell him what to say. He will tell everything wrong. He's very good at being wrong. You don't give Dad enough credit. You know who should play me? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones. He's very good actor. He's white. I knowing he's white. And you're Asian. Son, I telling you a secret. White people love playing Oriental. Mickey Rooney, Yul Brenner, David Carradine. They all wanting to be Oriental. Just like you and me. I don't think that's what it is. It is. And we go by Asian now, not Oriental. Same thing. It's not the same. Listen to me. No one want to hear story about old woman who speak bad English with fat son. I'm not fat. You're not skinny. This isn't a story about me. It's going to be a story about you and dad, about Vietnam, about the war. Huh. That sounds stupid. 
Mama, don't let your baby What the boy. hell are you doing? Cowboy, sing with me. I know and you know the words. I sing it to you all the time as baby. No. This is why you're so poor. I'm not poor. You playwright. Playwright in Vietnamese means poor. John Wayne. He's dead and white. You know, everyone call me Wayne at work because I remind them of John Wayne. No, Dad, they call you Wayne at work because your co-workers are back with rednecks who can't pronounce your name correctly. Not true. They call me Wayne because I good looking like John Wayne. I wear a cowboy hat like John Wayne. I hate communists just like John Wayne. Do you also not like black people like John Wayne? What? Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me. You see, straight up racist. That sucker was simple and plain. Motherfuck him and John Wayne. Why you to fuck John Wayne? I don't want to fuck John Wayne. It's a public enemy song. I don't know this enemy, but John Wayne was good man. He would never be racist. How could you possibly know that? He's just an actor. John Wayne not racist. Can you please stop vacuuming? Where's your feet? I need to get on the table. Not the vacuum. I will. I can't touch the vacuum. I can't hear. Take hey, me up. Just go to a park. What happened to face? It all red. Mom slapped me. Oh, yes. She taking karate at senior center. Good exercise. It working very good for her. I tell you something. You mommy may be 70, but she have body like 17-year-old if you knowing what daddy is saying. Oh, God. What daddy is saying is your mommy is still looking very good. Naked. Stop! I'm sorry I slapped your face. Can you please tell me something about Vietnam in 1968? Okay. You will? I will. Great. In Vietnam, long ago. Yeah? When I very small, there once was a monkey and a tiger. What? The monkey had many friends, very happy. Everyone liked the monkey. What are you doing? But the tiger... It's very sad and lonely. Do you know why? Because it eats monkeys? No. It's because Tiger never listened to mommy and daddy. It just do whatever it want. Go wherever it want to go. Major in whatever thing it want to study in college, even though it make no sense. And then it moved to New York, even though it's very far away. Am I the tiger in this story, Mom? This is the secret. You are the tiger. And you're very sad. I'm not sad. You are sad. Stop. Listen to me. If you put this story in play, many white people will like. Wait, why only white people? Because only white people like to go to play. All sorts of different people like to see plays, Mom. Yes, all sorts of different white people. Look like a Fleetwood Mac concert. The first time I change in your diaper, you poop in my hand. What? I have no idea what I'm doing, so put hand on the butt to Dad, catch your poop. why are you poop. telling me this? But then you start peeing, and I use the other hand to block it, so it spray onto my hand, and I go... going to keep talking Oh, no, what me. do I do? It's so oh, crazy. God, I just give up. And then I put my hand on head like this. Oh, and it had poop in it. It got all over. It's so stinky. Are you finished? You should put that story in play. No, I'm not going to put a story about me pooping in your hand into my play. It would be a good story to tell. No, it would not... Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Cause they'll never stay home and they're always alone. Why are you singing that? Because mommy and daddy know you like to write funny plays about cowboys and vampires all the time. So we're helping you with the cowboy part. Now sing with me. Why are you so serious? Because, Dad, I'm trying to do something important here. 
Something other than writing funny plays about cowboys and vampires. Something about you, about mom, about Vietnam. But all you two want to do is sing songs. Did you interview your mommy already? Yes. What'd she tell you? A lot. I don't know. Stuff. But I need your perspective. Did she tell you about Zai? Who's Zai? Did your daddy tell you about two? Did he bring her up? Who's two? Did he not bring her up? Dad, we talked for three hours. I have no idea. I haven't gone through all my notes. Is he a relative? No. Then who is he? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You just asked me about him. Maybe he's important. Maybe not. Fuck, Dad. What are you talking about? Okay. You're not saying anything to mommy about this, but Zai, he was your mother's old boyfriend. They were to be married, I think. But Saigon fell and she escaped. He did not. I think maybe she still love him. Did he bring her up? I don't. Did he bring her up? Holy shit. I know. Very shocking. Holy fucking shit, Dad. Are you serious? I am. You've been married to Mom for 35 years, and you're still sweating her high school boyfriend. What are you, 68 going on 16? Jesus Christ, Dad. So he didn't bring her up? No. Okay, then no big deal. The war, Dad. I want to know about the war, not Mom's ex-boyfriends. War. So can you please tell me something about you and the war, Dad? I don't know. Oh. Mom, please, will you please tell me something real about Vietnam? Please, anything. What did your daddy say? Who cares what he said? I do. Fine. You want to talk about Dad? Let's talk. I just want to know. Stay here. What are you doing? Just come with me and sit down. Hi, Daddy. Are you having fun? <laughs> okay, you two. Clearly, trying to talk to you separately is a complete fucking disaster. I just. I want you to tell me about Vietnam in 1968. Let's start with that year for my play about you. You know who would be good to play you? Lucy Liu. She very sexy. She is very sexy. I want Lucy Liu to play no, me. No, she's half your age. You can't use CGI to fix that. There's no CGI in theater. Richard Pryor will be good for you. I love Richard Pryor. He's not Asian either, and he's dead. Son, you believe in too many labels. But it's not a label. It's listen. First off. We're going to cast an Asian actor to play you, Dad, because you're Asian, not Oriental. Asian. Anything different would be offensive. Why offensive? It just is. You want to know something about 1968? Yes, dear God, yes. In 1968, these things not offensive. That's not what I meant. You're right. No one in 1968 offensive. Are you insane? Race relationships were horrible in 1968. How you know so much about 1968? You're not even born yet. I don't. That's why I'm here asking you about it right now. And I telling you, Richard Pryor playing me would be funny, not offensive. Funny. Look, I just want to know what happened to you guys in Vietnam. Please, please. He looking very sad. Yes, super sad. Oh, gee, I wonder why. Okay. We will cooperate. You will. Yes. What were you doing in 1968? Me, your mother. In 1968, I was at home listening to my mommy and daddy's good advice about what I should be when I grow up. Okay, that's clearly bullshit. What about you, Dad? What crap did you do in Vietnam in 1968? Nothing. 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 Great. Glad I took all those commission checks, cause I'm gonna have to pay them all back now. Thanks, guys.
I telling you the truth. Dad, you were in the military. Yes. The Air Force. Yes. Then how could you have been doing nothing in Vietnam in 1968? Because I was here. In America. That's not right. You both came here in 1975. That's true. When we escaped. But before Saigon Fall, I came here in 1968 for one and a half year. I didn't know that. Surprise. There are many things you don't know. What were you doing here? How do you think I learned to fly helicopter? The Air Force taught you. Yes, the American Air Force. That doesn't make sense. Funny fact, Americans not only ones who fighting for South Vietnam during Vietnam War. South Vietnamese fighting for South Vietnam too. So, did you ever fight on the ground? Ground! <laughs> Remember when we tried to ground him for shoplifting in Kmart? Guys. Yes, we not knowing this word ground, but all our American friends say, you need to ground that boy until he's 18 year old. <laughs> but we not knowing what ground is, so we still let you go out to movies anyway. <laughs> we not so good at the grounding. <laughs> Guys, please, we were getting somewhere. Why you care so much about Vietnam War? Because I want to write something about you. Then let's talk about us grounding you. That's not important. It is to us. No one cares about how you guys grounded me or how you couldn't change my diaper. That's boring everyday shit. It's our boring everyday shit. Mom, our lives are more than just the years we fight. I know, but it's a big deal. Why? Because it was a war. A really fucked up war. Because we lost? No, because Americans needlessly died in it. How you know this? Jesus, Dad. Because it's a foregone conclusion by everyone that Vietnam was one of the biggest military and political mistakes in all of history. America should have never gotten involved. We had no right to be there. We? Yes, we. America, we had no right- Shut up! Dad? You shut up right now. You sound like stupid dummy. Son, we love you. We work very hard to send you to college. We so proud watching you get bachelor degree and master degree, even though it was in playwriting. You're very smart. But sometimes when you talk, you sound stupid as shit. Dad. Yes. You were raised in America and you are American. You work in business with many white people, many black people, many Asian people. But listen to me. You are not white. You are not black. You are not even Asian. You are Vietnamese, like me, like your mother. And to Vietnamese, the war was not political. It was real. You know your grandma and grandpa were taken from their beds at night? You know they were tied up, they were beaten, and their house put on fire, and anyone who tried to fight back, they killed. Do you know this? No. We fight because it was the only thing we could do. But we not choose to be in war. War came to us. And when America come, they gave us hope. Yes, it was a war. There were very many mistakes. A lot of bad things happened. But that not changed this one fact. Many of them died so we could live. So we can be here right now. When your house is on fire and you lose everything, you do not want to hear from neighbor that moving into house was mistake in first place. You especially do not want to hear that the men and women who fight that fire were mistakes as well. If you're wanting to know about Vietnam, about 1968, about us, then you first needing to stop thinking you know everything about war because you read a few books and see a few movies. I didn't mean any disrespect. This is what happened in 1968. 
1968, it was the first time I was in America. It was when my oldest brother died in war. It was the year I learned how to fly UH-1 Huey gunship. My younger sister also died soon after because of yellow fever. Soon after, I returned to Vietnam not as boy, but as soldier, and it was the first time I shot a gun in combat. So yes, it was also the first time I killed a man. The first time I ever saw anyone die. The first time anyone ever died because of me. 1968 was not a good year. But not for the reason you think it was bad. When you talk about it, you talk about things that happen in history books. But when we talk about 1968, about Vietnam, we talk about things that shape our life. Things not in books. It's about us. And if this is about us, there are years, many better years we'd rather talk about. Like 1975, hmm? It started very bad, but it ended okay because that's the year I met your daddy. 1976 was good too, the year we had you. I also like uh, 1981, 1988, 1995, plenty to choose from. Why don't we talk about them, huh? Because they are in Vietnam. Because they wouldn't make good story for you to tell to in big theater to get big applause. But those years are the years that matter more to us. Because those are the years we learn to live again. No, I think the real reason why you now care about our life isn't because you're wanting to tell my story or your mother's story. But because you are tired of people only seeing you as funny writer. Stick to writing funny plays, son. This stuff... Too sad for old man and old woman to recount just to help you write a serious play that white people will like. No, don't go. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't let them pick guitars or drive them old trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Cause they'll never stay home and they're always alone. Even with someone they love. Thanks for listening to this episode of Soundstage. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast fix. That's the best way you can help us connect with more adventurous listeners like yourself. This season of Soundstage is made possible by a grant from the Sherman Foundation's Axel G. and Catherine Rosine Fund. Today's episode was written by Quee Gwen and directed by May Adrales. The series line producer is Allison Koch. Sound design by Shane Redding. Audio editing and soundscape design by Tony Cerny for Acoustaguide. Additional production and consulting services provided by Acoustaguide. Recorded at CDM Studios in New York City. Casting by Katie Meister-Huben. The role of Dad was played by Paul Jun. The playwright was played by John Norman Schneider. And Maureen Sebastian played the role of Mom. Special thanks to Joy Coronetta Lancel and Leah Hamos at the Gersh Agency. The series is produced by Playwrights Horizons, a not-for-profit theater company in New York City. 
If you like what you heard, you can support the Soundstage program by texting SOUNDSTAGE20 to 44321. Your donation will allow us to commission more artists, complete production on more podcasts, and continue to provide our writers with a much-needed creative outlet during these unprecedented times. To learn more about Playwrights Horizons and how you can support more theatrical adventures like this podcast, visit us online at soundstagepodcast.org. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at soundstageph.org.